chapter number five of the tale of old mr crow by arthur scott bailey this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c a great disappointment after farmer green came so near shooting him mr crow lost his taste for corn for a whole year he was afraid it would never come back to him and he worried so much that he grew quite thin and his feathers began to look rusty his friends were somewhat alarmed about his health many of them saying that if they were in mr crow's place they would be careful now strange as it may seem that was exactly mr crow's trouble he was too careful he was always on the lookout for a gun or a trap and being constantly on guard was bad for his nerves luckily a winter spent in the south did a great deal to improve mr crow's health as well as his state of mind when he came back to pleasant valley the following march he told his cousin jasper jay that he really felt he would be able to eat corn again as the spring lengthened that feeling grew upon mr crow and when planting time arrived the black rascal had his old look again it was a very solemn look unless you regarded him closely but it was a very sly knowing look if you took the pains to stare boldly into his eye farmer green would have liked to do that because he might have caught old mr crow as it happened he did catch sight of mr crow the very first day he began to plant his corn i declare there's that old crow again he exclaimed he's come back to bother me once more but maybe i'm smarter than he thinks mr crow knew better than to come too near the men who were working in the cornfield he just sat on the fence on the further side of the road and watched them for a while and he was getting hungrier every minute but he had no chance to scratch up any corn that day the next day however the man had moved farther down the field mr crow had been waiting for that he flew to the edge of the ploughed ground which they had planted the afternoon before and dug up a kernel of corn he didn't stop to look at it he knew it was corn just by the feeling of it and it was inside his mouth in a twinkling and in another twinkling it was outside again for mr crow did not like the taste at all that's a bad one he remarked and then he tried another kernel and another and another but they were all like the first one thereupon mr crow paused and looked at the corn and he saw at once that there was something wrong the kernels were gray instead of golden yellow he pecked at one of them and found that the gray coating hid something black and sticky that was tar thought mr crow that was tar though mr crow did not know it and the gray covering was wood ashes in which farmer green had rolled the corn after dipping it in tar the tar made the corn taste bad 
and the wood ashes kept it from sticking to one's fingers this is a great disappointment said mr crow very solemnly of all the mean tricks that farmer green has paid on me this is by far the meanest it would serve him right if i went away and never caught a single grasshopper or cutworm all summer but there were two reasons that prevented mr crow's leaving pleasant valley he liked his old home and he liked grasshoppers and cutworms too so he stayed until october and the strange part of it was that he never once discovered that farmer green had planted tarred corn only in a border around the field inside that border the corn was of the good old yellow kind that mr crow liked and so for once farmer green outwitted old mr crow by the end of the summer his corn had grown so tall and borne so many ears that farmer green took some of it to the country fair and everybody who saw it there said that it was the finest corn that ever was seen in those parts end of chapter five recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c